welcome back to the leader link podcast this is charles and i'm josh we kind of wanted to take this episode as a uh, follow-up from a previous one where we really discussed the the need to develop the the leaders of the next generation and so this this episode we're, we're going to call it the leadership pipeline we're going to start by talking about the reasons why you would even want to have a leadership pipeline and what what does that even mean right yeah yeah, so I think we we alliterated this like a good Baptist pastor would, and um, I think the three reasons that, three core reasons maybe you could put it that way, is scaling, stagnation, and staying power. So by scaling, first and foremost, I think what we're talking about is if you want a business to grow, or if you want an organization to grow, then you cannot be the only person leader in the organization yeah as 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 business grows the number of people on your company grows uh, and that means you need more people to bear the burdens of leadership and so you want people in place who are going to be good at bearing those burdens right absolutely and and then you know obviously uh uh staying power what you want to be able to have your organization continue into the future without you at some point right that's right you need you need to be able to leave your legacy with the with the development of future leaders no doubt eventually you're going to wear out or in some cases you may be an entrepreneur and you find new ideas that you want to attack and so you don't want to you don't want to lose that that organization that you've built so if you are equipping good leaders with staying power that organ that organization can last while you move to the next thing Uh, i think the final s of this is stagnation and this really goes back in a lot of ways to, um, you know, ultimately you're going to be the lid on your organization, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you are not equipping other people to help lead, then your organization is never going to move beyond what you have. But as you develop new people, as you as you stretch out and scale your organization, then what you have is new ideas, you've got new people, you've got new leadership, you've got new energy, uh, and that keeps things from just kind of settling and staying the same forever. Yeah, and 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 I kind of jokingly said earlier before the the, the podcast, scaling, staying power, and it's time to go. It's time know, to go. Because because really, I, I think our some of our listeners can can relate to the fact that they may be in an organization or have worked in an organization or heard about an organization where you know. The leader really needs to yeah. move on and hand hand the reins over to and the the next generation right. to, to take the organization in, into the next place. So Absolutely. we're not necessarily advocating for for resignations here, but we are we are saying that if if uh, uh, if you're properly building up your future leaders, then when it's time to go, you should go mm-hmm. comfortably and know know that the organization will be okay. Yeah, in good hands because you've invested in. Making sure that's the truth. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And that's what the leadership pipeline really is ultimately about. Yeah. Uh, so this is an idea that's not new or novel, although I think it's taken up quite a bit of popularity probably over the past decade. Um, it's it's kind of a tale as old as time, but as earliest I've seen, it was about the 70s, right? Kind of the, the, the managerial revolution, if you will. Um, but the idea of the leadership pipeline is that there are different phases of leadership that a person engages in. And these are very broad. 
um, phases. So they apply really across the board, no matter what kind of organization you're in, whether it be, you know, religious or for-profit, non-profit, hospital, you, you kind of go across the board, name it, to law enforcement. Um, the key areas, there are five of them. And so what I'm going to do is we're not going to flesh these fully out, right? But I would just want to give you the five and then talk about how we can start developing a leadership pipeline. So the layout goes like this. At the bottom level, if you will, of the pipeline is somebody who leads self, right? Um, we've talked about before on this podcast that I, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure if either of us agree that quote unquote, everyone is a leader. Um, but well, not everyone even wants to be a leader. Exactly. Right. Right. So yeah. some people are content with being good followers and that's okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, but we're talking about a leadership pipeline. So there are people who we want to begin to help develop leading themselves. Right. Uh, that's that's stage one. But the pipeline then is asking us to move beyond that. So how do we lead somebody from leading self into leading others? That's stage two, right? You lead self, then you lead others. And then the next stage is from leading others to leading leaders. The next stage is from leading leaders to leading what you might call a department or a division or some kind of larger subgroup of an organization. And then the final stage is, is developing someone to the point where they can lead an organization. So, so lead self, lead others, lead leaders, lead departments, divisions, some subgroup of an organization, and then leading organizations. That's the pipeline in general. And what I hear from that in, in a way that I like to summarize that in my head is really we're, we're, we're beginning with the end in mind, as, yeah. as, as Cubby would like to say, right? Yeah. So, so you're, you're being very intentional about, I recognize that I can't just leave and expect that somebody to come and fill my role whether what no matter what level it is, whether it's frontline management, middle management, uh, senior executive level management, without having that end in mind. That's right. Yeah. So Charles, what do you think? Do you do you think everybody should be being developed through this entire pipeline? Like, should somebody start from leading self and be developed all the way to leading organizations? I think so. I think um, there is that. That's almost a loaded question, though. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, and, and I'll and I'll I'll explain why. It's because my oh, I'm gonna get in trouble here. My uh, <laughs> delicious. My opinion: the higher up you go in an organization, whether people agree with this or not, I think the more you're expected to drink the Kool Aid. Hmm. And and I and I'm not necessarily saying that the Kool Aid is bad, but. Depends on what flavor it is. It is, yes. Uh, I'm not a grape fan. You right. know, I like I like other Kool Aids, but you know, so so like for example, as as a frontline level supervisor, you you have uh, an interesting role where you get to you, you have the your direct reports looking at you, but you also have middle and executive level management looking at you. You make a lot of decisions that are functional decisions, mm-hmm. and as you move up in the organization, your decision-making be the, the scope of it becomes much more broad. Right. However, I think that there's a lot of decisions that get bogged down in the middle management decision. And there's a lot of research into this, but there's a lot of ambiguity when it comes to middle management and the effectiveness of their role and the confidence that, that they have in their role. So what I would say is that the short answer is yes. I think people need to be developed the entire way. The the full answer is I think that the leadership development pipeline must be established 
with the idea that um, we want to create independent critical thinkers the whole way up. Right, right. Yeah, and I think, you know, I, I think that there should be a reality in which some people move from from leading self all the way to leading organizations. But I also think there is a, a real funnel effect going on here because you're going to want a large swath of people leading themselves well. So you're going to want to develop everyone in your organization if, if possible, right? There are going to be some people who are just, like I said, you know, they're going to be good followers, but leading self is kind of a critical first step. Well, from those people, not everyone's going to be the person that you're going to want to develop or that is going to want to develop themselves into moving to that next phase of the pipeline. So you kind of constrict it a little bit, constrict it a little bit, constrict it a little bit. You're not going to be leading probably, you're not going to be trying to intentionally lead or develop every person at every level because some people are comfortable where they're at. This does not mean that you're not doing continuing education and development, but this simply means that you're not probably, you haven't identified a person to move them to the next level because they're good where they're at. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, it, it, it does. And, and you know, I, I kind of want to clarify what I was saying. Uh, when, it, when it comes to the Kool-Aid, what, what I don't want is for somebody to say in a leadership development setting, I want to raise you up to be just like me as a leader. Right. The idea in leadership development is I want to give you the skills and abilities to think critically and think organizationally and, and at higher levels with higher perspectives. I don't want to turn you into me. Right. I, I yeah. want to develop you to be your own leader. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's a better way for me to probably sure. say that. Yeah. And that, that's a, actually a pretty good segue into kind of the, the the next piece that we want to talk about, which is how do you begin this process of developing a leadership pipeline? Uh, because what we've said about, you know, these kind of five stages, if you will, this is extremely broad. Um, and depending on what kind of industry you're in, depending on what kind of organization you're in, depending on the size of your organization, each of these steps, these phases is going to look differently. So Charles and I wanted to give you kind of three broad principles to begin thinking towards developing your leadership pipeline. Uh, this is not exhaustive, uh, nor is the last time we're going to talk about this, but this is three things to begin. And I think the first thing is no matter what stage you want to start in, you may say, hey, everybody in my organization is at the leading others stage, right? you still need to begin by identifying the next steps that a person in that stage needs to take to get to the next one. Yeah. What's the uh, quote from Alice in Wonderland where, uh, you know, Alice says, or, or the, the cat asks where the, where Alice wants to go. And she says, well, I'm not sure. And he says, well, any road will take you there then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we need to have a plan, right? right. You need yeah. to identify what those steps are. Exactly. So thinking about this, Charles, let's just talk about moving from leading self to leading others. What What's one or two next steps that somebody could take in that, in that phase? Well, I think it looks different depending on the organization, but, um, well, I think one of the things when it, when it comes to leading yourself versus leading others is that you have to be able to look beyond yourself and mm -hmm. your, your task, the, the commonly referred to example here on the show that is the widget maker. Yeah. And if, if you're moving from being the widget maker to thinking about leading other widget makers in the future, you have to be able to take a higher view, a higher perspective, uh, which means 
giving up a little of control uh, in, in, in your opinions. Uh, it means giving up the desire to focus in on your role and your role only. Uh, it means to examine what potential needs others have, what potential perspectives they have. Uh, so I think really it begins with an inward focus mm-hmm. uh, and a perspective shift. That's good. Yeah, I think another maybe critical thing and from moving to leading self to leading others, one of the skills that we want to develop is actually exactly what we're talking about, which is leader development. Because as you begin to lead others, part of your task is going to be developing other people. And so you need to begin to hone the skill of leadership development. So whoever's in charge of this says, okay, to move from leading self to leading others, one next step you need to take is, yes, you know, having the bigger perspective, the bigger picture, learning to communicate the vision rather than just to know it internally yourself. And then also a next step could be, I'm going to put you in a program or in some way, shape or form, teach you how to develop leaders under you in the future. Well, and, and, and it's a great idea too. If, if you're sending somebody to a program like that, or uh, you're do, doing the development yourself, having that person engage, basically having them teach it either to, to another person or in the classroom environment or, or even back to the instructor, but having them not only sit there and uh, absorb the material, but having them actively teach it. Yeah. I think one of the key traits of a leader at any level is, is having a sharing mindset, um, is, is somebody who, when they absorb knowledge, they absorb content, when they gain a new skill, they're eager to then share that with others because sounds like a good episode. For I think the it should be in the future. Yeah. yeah. Cause that's, idea. that's just the development mindset. Right. Yeah. Um, Okay, so so identifying next steps. And what you're going to want to do, like we said, is at every level that you're developing someone, uh, um, you want to begin to think through what are the key kind of qualities and traits that we want each of these different levels of the pipeline to have and then plan uh, pathways. That's number two, plan pathways for development. So like we just said, let's say, let's take, for instance, the idea that... Um, you want a leader of self to move to a leader of others and them owning the the bigger picture, them getting a new perspective, them getting a new vision. What's a pathway that you can take in order to move them in the right direction to begin to own that uh, that vision, that mission, have the bigger picture in mind? Oh, I, I think this is limitless. It is limitless. Um, That's the, yeah. I mean, you can... These are principles, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, for, for example, you have them listen to the Leader Link podcast. There you go. Um, yeah. In, in all seriousness, yeah. to to give them materials, uh, whether that's blog posts or books or courses or things mm-hmm. like that, um, but then also put them in situations where they can apply those things in a safer environment. Right. Another th- thing would be to have have mentoring, right? Uh, you know, talking about the the things that people are learning. You could like for an example with law enforcement, which I've been trying to get away from using those examples, but I'm going to use them from time to time. That's the world you inhabited, yes. Uh, You know, one of the the steps before you become a sergeant in in our department was, it was not officially on paper, but it was, you know, kind of encouraged for for those wanting to move up and from from, uh, officer to 
a formal sergeant is to become a field training officer mm-hmm. uh, because there's a lot of leadership that happens sure. in, in that. So, yeah. so providing uh, experiences, experiential yeah. learning right. is, is amazing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, I heard a, a seminary professor of mine one time say that he went to tour the New York times. Uh, and if we're thinking about moving people up, I think this is just an idea that popped in my head is giving them a visual of the bigger picture. Because he said, you know, I, I've i seen news presses before. It's not something he you know, was unfamiliar with. But he said the Times did it well because they walked you into a room that had these images stretched across. Now, this was probably 50 years ago that he did this tour. So um, starting with a, an image of a tree all the way to an image of a newspaper on a newsstand. And he said this person and these images walked through the whole process of going from a tree to to paper, to newspaper, to printing, to delivery, and to actually giving it to the end user, the consumer. Hmm. And he said, when you then walk from that room into the actual printing press, you have that bigger picture in mind of, you know, obviously walking probably into the New York Times, like, press is a huge endeavor. Like, it's, it's I'm sure it's a gigantic facility and all that kind of thing. But when you think about the process before that and then the enormous reach after, because you have the bigger picture, just opens up your mind a little bit more. And if you're working for the New York Times and you come in as a person who's just on the press and you get onboarded for your task, right? And sure, they tell you, hey, our newspaper goes across the world. But when you move into that leading others, you walk into that room and they're giving you a the, the, the whole picture and you then are owning that it gives you a whole new reality about how to communicate each individual "quote unquote" widget maker's um, position and the and the importance of that at that point, right? Because the person who cuts down the tree is no less important than the person who's, you know, selling the paper to the in the to the consumer. Um, so having that bigger picture, kind of, you know, the way I would sum all this up to make a short story long, right, or a long story short rather, too late, would be giving somebody the tour. You start at the beginning and walk them through, hey, this is the huge, gigantic picture, and this is the role that we play in this. And, I, you know, you start to wrap this up, but I think that's one of the biggest components of this pipeline idea is that showing people that, that there's a different perspective beyond what your yes. what your role is. Yes. Because the, the widget maker thinks about and looks at things differently than the frontline supervisor, than the middle manager, than the senior manager than the executive leader. Everyone has a different purview and and perspective and concerns and challenges. And, you know, so, so we're kind of going on a tangent, but the problems faced by the, the widget maker, the executive may never know about that or even consider it because they're so far removed. Right. Um, So helping people see the perspective of the next level. Right. Right. Um, is is a key component of this pipeline. Absolutely. Um, so we we've talked. We kind of shared that we're going to do an episode in the future on the sharing mindset, but we're going to we're going to continue this episode um, into a, a series of episodes where we're we're going to talk about the development of a leader through five competency or five. Kind of key areas. Five key areas. Yeah. And, and in general, these are going to cover character and competence. Yeah. But we're going to break those down a little bit further. And uh, we appreciate you joining us for this episode. Hey, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Leader Link Podcast. If you like what you heard, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. 
And we want to know what you want to hear about when it comes to leadership. You can leave us a comment or send an email to info at jcleadershipconsulting.com. And we'll see you next time.